0: Jamming to the music over here. White man's overbite over here. <laughs>
1: Every time I do it, she and, and
0: CJ's laughing for some reason. She, her and her daughter are, are just <laughs>
1: right. in a giggly
0: mood.
2: Yeah, silly.
1: <laughs> she gave me caffeine today, and I haven't had it for two and a half weeks. So I'm sorry.
2: Whoa! No, why haven't you had caffeine in two and a half weeks? That's a big mystery. What's I haven't had on? caffeine. Yes.
1: I haven't had soda. I haven't had chips, and I had a Dr Pepper slushy today. So
2: with all right. There you that'll go, do it. that'll do it to you, that'll put you down.
1: And a yeah, large
2: coffee right here,
1: <laughs> I'll to try to water it down.
2: There you go.
0: But it's been a very good week, I have to say. We've had some wonderful shows. We have next Tuesday, will be our show before we end up going to New Wave Expo in Corpus, which I'm looking forward to. Oh, nice! Sounds like so fun. That will definitely be a fun. And other than that, I think we are pretty much set for the month until mm-hmm. for shows.
1: And then you have one on the 29th.
0: I have one on the 29th.
1: Then you have one on the 29th? Yeah,
0: uh, this show, yeah. I'm at conventions. Yes. So
1: yeah, that's it. Don't confuse don't
0: confuse don't, confu- afraid don't afraid. confuse me. Damn. <laughs> Look,
1: my I have brain, like, oh, my, my
0: brain's already about ready to explode. <laughs>
1: No, oh, but the new of expo sounds like a kick. I mm-hmm. loved having Mish Mish on and I'm kind of slightly jealous of y'all, but you guys are a little bit closer than we are. So I know you're gonna have a blast. I cannot wait to see the pictures and videos.
0: Oh, the videos. That's gonna be fun because by that time my TikTok should be a thousand where I can do live on TikTok too. Nice. So it's gonna be doing TikTok and this show. Oh so
2: man.
0: I'm behind the oh, yeah. time. TikTok live. Wow. I'm I'm, I'm you actually love you have to have a thousand viewers before you can do
2: a or followers before you can a thousand do followers a yeah. yeah 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 okay so uh, we're getting there i'll have to up my tick tock game i know me too yeah it's too it's been, much to keep up with man social media is just you kids you kids with your fun
1: <laughs> <laughs> a lot of times it's like you have to like for certain ones you can go forward and some of you have to like go back to tiktok to get the video and then you can go forward yeah
2: there's different yeah i'm different. not I'm not, too, I'm not too up on it i gotta i gotta improve my game and i'm a video editor too so you'd think i'd know this yeah. stuff but i'm too busy doing other things and i i gotta i gotta up my game on the socials the social needs
0: well speaking sure. of video editing yes john grimian from my hero academia and i think the food guy is that the other one that i recall <laughs> the food
2: guy there we go <laughs> food, wars. food, food wars.
1: wars that's what it is I, I, i'm like that didn't I, sound right but yeah, i was it, like, it didn't
0: it sound right but you know
2: <laughs> it's wars. been a long week but it's been a good week <laughs>
1: and the title on that makes me gotta wonder what is food wars because i've never seen it
2: oh what is food wars food wars a really fun anime series um <clears throat> that is um on high dive and it's uh, Sentai produced uh, produced it. It has five seasons. Uh, it's got a lot of great voice actors in it. Me and Jay Hickman and John Swayze and Christina Kelly and who plays the lead? Blake Shepard plays the lead. A lot of other great voice actors. It's really super fun. It's a little bit. It's it's not exactly for kids, but mm-hmm. it's uh, it's a really fun show. Uh-huh. And it's about um, it's essentially about a uh, an academy for young aspiring chefs who compete. You know, with and and uh, all the different Things they go through to uh, try to be the number one chef, and um, it, it and it and it has real actual dishes in it that they prepare. If you follow the recipes on the on the anime, it makes real food. I mean, it's actually it's it's legit.
1: Oh. So is Excellent. it like MasterChef mm. anime version?
2: Sort of, yeah. That's a good way to look at it. And and I'm uh, my character was in the first season mostly, and he was a French chef. He was like the French Gordon Ramsay. Oh. So he he was a hard ass and 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 um, so a lot of uh, <clears throat> the big. Film. What
1: is that?
0: What is that? I don't see or hear anything.
1: Oh wow! I hear, it sounds like almost like a truck was going by, or yeah, something. like
2: a truck went by or something. Um, but there's there's a uh, oh so before we go any further and before I describe any more about Food Wars or talk any more about anything else. What are the What are the rules of your show? And like in terms of language, and what can we say? What can we not say? Does it matter? You can
0: actually say anything on here.
1: Amy okay. said it all. So. I
0: mean, we have we have <laughs> Amy and no, like <laughs> actually Noted. we have
2: explicit language where we can put on there. Noted. Okay. Okay. So a lot of the no, okay, so the big okay, so no. the big joke, the big running gag through Food Wars is that people characters who eat incredible food have food gasms and when they have this incredible know. food, their clothes just fly off, and they're like, <laughs> just so enraptured in in, uh, in in the great taste of the food that they're eating that they have food gasms. And so, some parents have started to watch the show with their kids, and they're like, "Whoa!" Because you know, time to go to bed. So, <clears throat> I'm also, <laughs> I'm, also, I'm, also uh, I'm also probably better known as Mihawk on One Piece. Uh, one Piece has been a show that, that we started recording at Funimation back in 2006. Oh, wow. So it's been a long time. Uh, nobody thought, I mean, I think, I think some people knew it was going to last that. Nobody knew how long it was going to last, really, because it's the longest running anime in the history of anime, and it's the longest running manga in the history of mangas. In fact, somebody just released a book where you literally can't read the book. The, the point is not to read the book, but they put every Mo- One Piece manga into one book, And it's so long that if you were to even open it, you'd crack the spine of the book. Oh, wow. You can't even look at the book. Wow. (laughs) You'd have to break it apart to read it. So they just did it as a piece of art or kind of a comment on how, you know, manga mangas get uh, over-commercialized or something like that. I read some different stuff on it. And then uh, last weekend in New York City, One Piece Red, the movie One Piece Red, is about to come out on November 4th. And... I think streaming and in, in theaters, and so uh, One Piece took over Times Square for a little while, and they had just One Piece red advertisements and One Piece stuff going on all the the major uh, screens in in central in uh, in 42nd Street. Wow, Times Square! So mm-hmm. that was really cool. I wasn't there, but some of my friends were there because they went to uh, New York Comic Con. The uh, Comic Con was in New York last weekend.
0: I'll well, just so you know, Lizzie actually just got back last night from. New York. She was at New York
2: Comic-Con. She should be popping on before long. She might have seen that Times Square thing I'm talking about. We should ask her. Yeah, but that was... You know, it's
0: interesting that you said that because she did a live and there were people around and they were hollering and screaming. I think that may have been what it was about. Maybe.
2: Yeah.
1: So for those who have never seen My Hero Academia, can you kind of give like a brief overview of that one too?
2: <clears throat> well, My Hero Academia is, uh, if you haven't seen it and you're an anime fan, you're kind of probably behind the times. It's like one of the most popular, <laughs> the popular anime <laughs> But, Whoever. But just for the sake of doing this, um, yeah, let's, My Hero Academia is, um, it's a really great show. It's got really great writing. I like it a lot. It's essentially about a world where, just about everyone, most the, the majority of the world's population are born with what are called quirks. Everybody's got a different quirk. <coughs> Pardon me. <laughs> and um, they. Um, there's it, it focuses on one uh, kid in school who is born without a quirk. And he is uh, devastated by this, but then he, I think, comes to develop his own over time because of his association with a character named All Might, who is the big number one hero, because there are heroes and villains in the world. And so some people use their quirks for good, some people for evil. Mm -hmm. And it's a whole classic battle between good and evil. So the plot is somewhat like a Marvel, uh, somewhere between a Marvel comic and DC comic heroes versus villains. It's also got a little bit of Harry Potter. Because it's about school, a school for teaching people how to use their quirks Mm -hmm. and to become hopefully become heroes and help save the world. So that's the gist of it. My character was in season four and we had about six episodes and my character's name is Gentle Criminal and he is um, a British or so we think British uh, character who's very dapper and that's that's his persona at least and he's kind of an anti villain because he couldn't make it as a hero. So he decided to become a villain, but he's such a nice guy that he can't really be violent or mean. So it's uh, a little bit of a mixture there. He's got a very, diff- very interesting background that, that brought him to that place, though. So he's got a sidekick named Labraba, who's a young woman with red hair and emotional-based powers. And, and um, she films him and his exploits and puts them on YouTube. So they're both a couple of YouTube personalities. So it's a very interesting plot line. A lot of people thought it was a little bit silly,
0: mm-hmm. uh,
2: but it's deeper than you think. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of depth to the writing and their backstories that's really sad and really interesting. And so I think it, it works really well. I thought it was a, my favorite character to play so far. I was
0: gonna say, I've actually read other people talking about it. And from what I understand, it can be an emotional type show too.
2: Oh yeah, it's a very, oh, it's a deep, that show goes deep. It, it, gets, it gets into some sad territory, that show. It's, it's pretty emotional. But it's a great show because you'll be watching it and some secondary characters who have never come to the fore, all of a sudden they get some episode where you go deep into their backstory and they get some big, big major episode, completely unexpected. And um, they really know how to, the writing is genius because they can really dabble into any of those characters at any point and kind of give them a, give them a highlight, give them their day in court, give them a, a, their, their day. And, and um, I don't know if my character will come back or not. He's kind of indisposed at the moment, so to speak. We'll give it away, but hopefully he will. I'd love to voice him again. And it was a really interesting journey because when we voiced him, <clears throat> I voiced him right, started voicing him three weeks before the pandemic actually hit in 2020. Mm. We are voicing him in February of 2020. I was at Funimation for three different sessions in a row. I had three more to go. And then they said the fourth one was canceled. No, Scott, because they shut everything down. Everybody was on lockdown. Mm. And so after that, what's interesting and what not everybody knows is that Funimation shut down as a studio and they did not record anything in the Funimation studios for a couple of years for about at least a year and a half. Every episode after that. Every episode of every show, every character, whether it's someone in a crowd or a lead character was recorded in everyone's home, wherever they were in Texas or across the country. And the engineers at Funimation had to make it all work and make it sound the same. Wow, that sounds They still do all their magic. They did a really amazing job. They really stepped up. Um, so that was interesting because everybody had to either, every voice actor either had to use a home studio that they have, luckily I have one upstairs, uh, that works um, or they had to get sent a package from Funimation with like an iPad and a microphone and they had to do a little re- uh, practice session with an engineer and so if you had a good enough internet connection you could see the animation live just like you're in the studio and you could hear the director and you could see them in the little windows and you could just it's just like you're there the next best thing that actually almost sounds like yeah. fun <laughs> but now, well yeah they're not doing it anymore unfortunately and I understand why If I think if <laughs> now that crunchyroll has purchased has uh now it's called that it's officially crunchyroll i think their their approach was that if they keep letting anyone and everyone record at home it's just so much work for the engineers so now that they've got their new studios um hey chris he says hello how's it going how are you sir um since uh if they if they let everyone do that it, it's too much work for the engineers to make everything uniform so they don't want to tell some people they can come in and some people they can't, and so they're just making it a general rule that you either go to Crunchyroll in person or you can record with a few select studios in Texas that may be closer to where you live. Hi, Facebook user, Lumbirilla,
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> and um, so it's working that way.
1: So, when you're not doing voice acting, what do you do?
2: I am a video editor. Uh, which I've been doing for about as long as I've been a voice actor. So about 25 years on both of those uh, career paths. And um, so, yes, t- between the two, that's that's my bread and butter. I do a lot of corporate video editing here in Houston, mm-hmm. just working on one today for a really long time. Or, or I'm recording voiceover for anime or commercials or video. Um, and i am also been a stage actor for quite some time, but I haven't been on stage okay. since before the pandemic.
0: Well, here's my question.
2: Yeah. Because I used to, I actually studied for
0: video editing. and Oh, I'm used to, I'm used to Premiere Pro. I do and Premiere Pro, they, yeah. And they have DaVinci. I was going to ask, would you prefer DaVinci or Premiere Pro?
2: I haven't used, I haven't tried to use DaVinci Resolve yet. I hear it's great. I hear it's really awesome, especially, especially, uh, in terms of being able to play 4k and 6k footage really smoothly the way people are shooting more high resolution now it works better with that kind of stuff than adobe but i've been on adobe premiere pro for a few about 10 years now that was my main question i'm there out of go. question no
1: <laughs> of voice acting and stuff do you yeah. have any like, hobbies or anything
2: um, I like to bike ride if I can, especially these days. It's great to get out of the house. It's great mm-hmm. to get uh, get out in nature as much as possible. So I like doing that a lot with a buddy of mine. We've, we've done some bike tours. Um, in, in 2012, we raised money for cancer research. We both took a month off, and he's a freelancer also. And we flew to Germany, and we biked the Danube River, the entire Danube River, from where it starts in in Germany, all the way to the Black Sea. Wow. And then we took a boat overnight to Istanbul and stayed in Istanbul for three days and were tourists, and then we flew home. Fine. Wow. And then we did another bike tour in 2019. We biked here in Houston from Discovery Green downtown. I'm pointing at Paris, so forget about that. Downtown Paris, too. That's Discovery Green. That's Paris. <laughs> so we biked from Discovery Green downtown Houston all the way to Chicago. Mm-hmm. And that took that (laughs) took three weeks. (laughs) Wow! And we did that we did that to raise money for a theater company here in town. That's that's a hobby hobby I've got. (coughs)
0: That's Uh, a quick question on that. Yeah, I also have. You heard about the Jones Hall being renovated? Play drums.
1: Oh, nice.
0: Yeah, What about Jones Hall? They're doing a fifty million dollar renovation. Oh my gosh! Wow. They're just going to make it where they make the aisles a little bit better for people to get in and out. That. Wow. And supposedly, the bathrooms are you are not going to have to walk up 30 steps to go to the bathrooms anymore. But they're losing seating. Okay. But they think that it's going to be better for the people.
2: Okay. So they're not putting bathrooms right next to your seats or anything like that. They're not going no.
0: to that. No, <laughs> no porta-potties next That's to you.
2: <laughs> but I actually
0: heard that on Sunday. I'm
2: glad. That's cool, man. Well. Yes, really, it was a long trip. Which one of you? Both of them were long trips. trips a month, a of weeks. Weeks. Chicago. Uh-oh. You sang pretty good. I sang at Comic Con You Ro?
1: sang. With, <laughs> you did. When you were doing, I think, with... Uh,
2: oh, that's right. Yes, Rico. Rico. <laughs> yes, with Rico. With Rico a, I got right.
1: it on video when you put it Let's on. Let's go
2: there. back yeah. to our table. Well, that <laughs> was brilliant.
1: Like, improv it was is, like, right there.
2: <laughs> Rico's a trip acting acting school to teach you how to improv yeah yeah
1: you said in food wars if they make yeah. the recipes that it's real recipes have you do you like to cook at all have you tried making any of them
2: i don't cook well i make a mean breakfast i make good spaghetti i can make some chicken or some fish dinner or whatever but i don't like to cook really because you know i live by myself right now and, and I'm, I'm only cooking for one so it would be too much cleanup just to you know it's, it's easier to go to snap kitchen or uh or some nutritious place with some good to go food and microwave it up. I'm talking like good food, not like, not, you know, I don't go to my freezer section and grab something. I, I like try to get some some good food, but I love eating. I love good food, but I'm just not a very good cook. I like to bake. So I you make do
1: Four Dash with the best of them is what you're saying. I
2: like me. Yeah. I like mean Toll House cookies and I, I, I bake good cakes and stuff, but, you know, I try not to very much.
1: So I, we saw the drums. Are you in a band yeah. or anything?
2: Well, I'm not, I wasn't a band. I was that that drum set. I'll show it to you again. It's an electronic drum set. Right. Mm-hmm. OK, so my acoustic drum set that I saved up and I bought in eighth grade. I scooped ice cream to save up for my first drum set in eighth grade. <laughs> <clears throat> it's That's upstairs in a closet. Right. Not in Paris. Not in Paris. Just upstairs. I'm
1: still one piece though. So there.
2: Yes. Plus. So it, it's, it's still it's still playable. It's just kind of cruddy. It needs some work. It's rusty, but I, I don't have the heart to, to give it away or sell it because it's just got too much sentimental value. That's an allowed acoustic kit. Now that I live in an apartment, that's what I practiced on when I was a kid in my parents' house and bug the neighbors. Um <laughs> a, a electronic drum set is great because you don't bug the neighbors, you don't ruin your hearing because you can put on headphones and you can turn it down. If you go to play at a club or wherever you play, you can just plug it into the main PA system. And hi guys. Hello. There, um, <clears> and, <throat> they, and they they also um and the you you're never you can thrash around but you're never the loudest instrument in the band because it's electronic so they can just turn it down you can program different kits so i played with an 80s band in this uh 80s cover band with this drum set so you just turn a dial it's like you program your little here's my journey kit here's my depeche mode kit here's my madonna kit you know whatever you whatever you're playing and all the things sound different yeah it just immediately sounds different you can Program anything you wanted to. They're very versatile, mm-hmm. and they don't go out of tune. That's really cool, actually.
1: I think it's very cool. Um, that was Trevor that said hi, by the way.
2: Oh, hey, Trevor.
0: No. Yeah. No. Now we got a new panel. <laughs> mm.
2: All right. There but yeah, um, I played with an 80s cover band for a little while. I haven't played in a while. It's okay. it's just something that looks cool in my apartment these days.
1: But it's kind of neat, kind of. Yeah, lovely. I like it. Oh, I like it a lot. I think that's pretty cool. So yeah. what's next for you regarding voice acting? Anything up and getting ready to come out sort of Well, the,
2: the latest stuff that I've been a part of was, um, if I'm pronouncing it right, I'll be embarrassed if I don't, My Senkai Life, which is, uh, or Sekali Life, um, on, on High Dive. We did it at Sentai Studios, and I played a secondary character. I played like the, the sidekick of the lead guy, but I'm a wolf. The name is Proud Wolf. And uh, that's been out for a while. Um, Let's see. It's Adam Gibbs, I think. Is is it Adam Gibbs or the other Gibbs? There's two Gibbs voice actors. They were both in Anime Houston with us. And I don't. Scott Gibbs, sorry. And he is uh, the lead. And I'm Proud Wolf, his sidekick. And Christina Kelly's in it. Mark Laskowski. Uh, I can't remember who who the other uh, characters are. But there's. My wolf carries around all these slime characters with different faces and eye patches and stuff on them. It's pretty funny. It's uh, but it's a fun. It's a real fun fantasy show. Mm-hmm. That's the latest thing I've done for Sentai. We recorded some One Piece recently because that's still going and that's going to be going for a long time. Uh, I recorded it here in town even though it's up at Crunchyroll. I only had I only had like a scene or two, but I hear that Mihawk in One Piece is coming back. He's gonna he's gonna make. He's going to come back strong. There's a lot of weird stuff going on in the manga that I hear uh, that people are talking about. And um, I'm not up on it exactly. I don't get ahead of things. But apparently there's a lot. Where can you find that? Uh, what, the show I just mentioned, it's on High Dive. Highdive.com. H-I-D-I-V-E. That is the streaming service that Sentai um, has out. And uh, that's where you can see all the episodes of that show.
0: Very cool. Yeah.
2: Nice.
3: So
1: when it comes to voice acting, um, some people take different routes. Yours, had you did stage acting before voice acting, or was it voice acting before stage acting?
2: I've always been a, well, it's uh, for voice acting uh, much later than theater. I was a theater kid my whole life, but I always did different voices and impressions and stuff like that. So I always had practice at that kind of stuff. It was just a skill I had. But I didn't start using it professionally until uh, way later in life. I was studying theater here in Houston, uh at, at the performing uh high school for the performing arts, which is now the Kinder Kinder High School for Performing and Visual Arts. And I, I was that was uh back in the day. And then I studied acting for two years at Juilliard in New York. Oh wow. Then I ended up going to U, UT film school, mm-hmm. becoming a video editor when I didn't think I was gonna be an actor anymore. And then um and then I got back into stage acting really like real full circle, very long road back to theater, and back to stage, um, doing a lot of musicals and a lot of improv and a lot of comedy. And that's what helps a lot with voice acting. I think everybody who asks voice actors at, at cons and stuff or online, how do you become a voice actor? You know, the key is that you you should be an actor first and the voice comes second, you know, well, you're
1: uh, really good at improv. Like I said, watching oh, well, thanks. And Rico going back and forth. Oh yeah. Thanks. So long. Right off the top of your heads. I mean, you're good at
2: improv. Thanks. He's a a lot to keep up with. But yeah, when you go into an anime (laughs) studio, you're you're spinning a lot of different plates. You're having to juggle a lot of different stuff at once. And it's not very personal like you're on an acting stage with other actors. You're just by yourself in a booth and you're looking at video screens, two halves. One's got the script and one's got the animation. And you're hearing Japanese in your headphones kind of at a low volume and the music and everything. You're hearing the lines and then you're just doing your stuff and so it's it feels kind of isolating in a way but at the same time it's it's not because what you're looking at on the screen is the fully produced animation almost every time so that's a whole world in of itself right so when you're you've got all of that it's like you don't need to be on stage you're seeing this whole thing on the screen is this all this activity and everything's all taken care of for you except that character's voice and so you're just providing that layer Mm-hmm. So it's a really interesting way to work.
1: Yeah, I did drama for mm-hmm. seven years. Very amateurish. But it's like when you're on stage, it's a totally different ballgame because I guess there their lines, you have to pick it up quick.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And so, like, improv is a must-have.
2: Improv skills are really good to have, especially when you're trying to come up with – to come up with uh, a character's voice because you walk into a studio not knowing anything about the show most of the time, and you don't know anything about your character, who they are, what their background is, nothing. There's no studying, there's no nothing unless you've known about the show beforehand. Mm -hmm. Um, My Hero Academia was the only show, one of the only shows I knew anything about beforehand because I binged it before I went and recorded it. I got caught up and I watched, I was also able to watch my character's episodes in Japanese with the subtitles before I had to go record the, the dub. And I enjoyed that too, because I, I, I went in knowing more what to expect and how I wanted to do it. So I was a little more prepared for that.
1: Now you said you were a stage actor as a kid. How did you start with that?
2: Oh, I, just, I was just in, you know, in the school play. I just liked being on stage in the school play uh, in first grade, all the way up to sixth grade. And then I did not, there was some of it in, in junior high, but high school for the performing arts was where it really blew up. That was a great place to go to high school because you're with other people who have your who have similar interests than, mm-hmm. that you do. And you're are, not
1: the drama geek. That's like yeah, that's you're, the, the drama, you're
2: not the drama geek. And, you, and there's no there's no uh, there's no jocks. There's no high school. Uh, there's no homecoming queen. There's no football team. It's all about performing arts, and so that's your environment. So that was real. It's really cool for the dramatic and artistic nerds. So you know. Trevor
1: says the voices you do were awesome. <clears throat> what was your first high school play?
2: Well, thank you for that. My first high school play. Gosh, the first play I did in high school, it was called Stage Door. It's an old play about, you know, being actors and actresses in New York City and everything they have to put up with. And I played a couple of different small characters in that one. That was my first high school play. Mm-hmm. And then I got, to the, got into musicals later that, you know, we did Anything Goes. And uh, what was the other one that we did? We did um,
1: what was your favorite musical?
2: Anything Goes. My, in high school, my favorite musical that I've done. There's a couple of them. I did Annie Get Your Gun in, oh, wow. t- in 2005 mm. here in t- here in Houston, and we did The Producers. I was Bialystock in that downtown Houston, and there was another show called Bells Are Ringing, which is a classic like 50s uh, musical comedy. Got to play the romantic lead in that, and that was really really fun. We d- um, we did that with a company that. Called Bayou City Concert Musicals, and they're not around anymore. But they did a really unique thing where they would put an entire orchestra on stage, and you would perform the show in front of the orchestra. And you had, okay, minimal,
1: sounds- minimal,
2: yeah, real minimal sets and costumes,
1: uh-huh.
3: but a
2: pro orchestra right behind you in Paris. I keep hitting Paris. Where you work? <laughs> it's Paris by way of Ikea, ladies and gentlemen.
1: Hey, there you go.
2: So, yeah. is that going to be your next trip? <laughs> Don't know when I'm going to get back to Paris. I love visiting there. My parents would go every year. I would go visit them. They would go for a month and I would go spend about a week with them mm-hmm. and just have family time in Paris. It was really fun. We did it a few years in a row. And the pandemic really, the pandemic changed all that. Hello. Hello, Lizzie. Hi. 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 How are you?
3: Hi. Good to see you.
2: Good to see you
1: too. What? I told her a long time no see.
2: Yeah. Conroe.
1: Been a few no um a okay oh in that's Oklahoma. right
0: you were at you were at Oklahoma I forgot about that
1: <laughs> yeah, I popped into a few this year I was <laughs> in my wheels but I was there
2: yeah <laughs> so if you
1: go anywhere in the world John where would you go Then money was no object
2: someplace I haven't been yet
1: mm-hmm. or someplace you have been just some you know
2: I, I would like I'd really like to go to Barcelona or Madrid
3: oh interesting, um, interesting.
2: or Greece.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Or I don't know um, Portland. Portland. <laughs> yeah.
1: Portland. No, I'd, I'd
2: also like to go. Uh, gosh, wow. Um, yeah, I haven't been to it- I haven't been to Italy in a very long time since I was a kid. I'd like to go back oh. to Europe. I'd like to tour around Europe a little bit. Go to the go to the more scenic. I'd love to go to Dubai. I heard, I, I heard Dubai no, is pretty amazing. I've been
0: there too many times. Really, I was in the Navy. I've been there way too many times. <laughs> all right, and I was in the Persian Gulf awesome. for all. I was in the Persian Gulf for all that.
2: Oh wow! To put it mildly. <laughs> well, thank you for your service. Uh, honored to be there. <laughs> wow. Just... There's a lot of places. That, there's a lot of places I've never been. Dubai is crazy. All right.
1: Says Dubai is crazy. He's been. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: Military. He's Navy too. Speaking of, happy birthday, Navy.
2: Yes, happy birthday to the Navy.
1: 247, is that correct? 247?
0: Yes, 247 years, 1776. Oh my gosh. Or 1775,
1: I think. In the Navy. Yeah. Cool. So happy birthday, Navy. And anyone yes. who. <clears throat> so, Lizzie, how was New York?
3: Yes. New York was intense. So, I was supposed to be working crew at New York but they changed companies. They went from United temp to something called career group. And they had a strict policy eight to 11 hour shifts per day. Ouch. Wow. That wasn't going to be possible. And they were demanding everybody to wear their mask. Yep. A lot of people said, no, 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 This was thrown out. Now I didn't get to be crew this year. I got to work with a really awesome exhibitor and I, I got to sell, you know, plushies of all kinds. Um, it was a lot of fun, but it was <laughs> packed. And they were letting way too many people in at once. And then people would, like, rush to get to get into the Funimation line or Viz line. You know, different, different places because they were giving away stuff or the premiere of One Piece movie was there and all these different things. It was a lot of fun, but New York Comic Con is something you have to plan because you can't walk around. It's like three stories, and then the fourth story downstairs is the food trucks. Um, if you gotta go to the bathroom, <laughs> you really have to plan where <laughs> you're gonna go to the bathroom
1: because my <laughs> bathrooms that's pretty bad. I wouldn't make it, yeah. My daughter's yeah.
3: And, and then the, the artist alley in a completely different section. And then they have the voice actors, guests, you know, you get autographs, everything's in a different section. But sometimes they don't plan it correctly, and they, um, from what I heard, is that they, they put three of the biggest celebrities in the same area, kind of like a triangle. So it was impossible to move mm. because mm. because of that.
2: Yeah. But then for the yeah.
3: exhibitors, it was constantly packed, and we had to have extra security, you know, to keep an eye on people who might be taking things when they shouldn't be taking it. So it's a lot of fun but yeah. it's intense. I've never
1: been to San Diego Comic-Con. I heard that's even bigger. Yeah. But the Comic-Con is intense. Yeah. So, did you see the One Piece in Times Square cuz John was wondering if you had seen it? Yeah, that. did you see
2: One Piece take over Times Square? All the advertisements for Red in 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 the middle yeah, of
1: Times
3: Yeah, yeah, I saw I, I saw that, <laughs> but um I didn't get to go to Times Square. I mean, I kept passing by it cuz I I stayed somewhere off of 103 103 Street and I go I went through Times Square to get to 34th, to get to the 7th. But I was there in person, and it was really nice to see all the giant billboards and everything. I mean, they did a great job. Mm-hmm. But I know people were intense to see to see the premiere of the movie or whatever it was, a clip or something at New York Comic Con. That was intense. And yeah. I saw the big, giant, blow-up-looking um, One Piece with a ship. That was really awesome.
2: Did you get to see the premiere of Chainsaw Man, the, the first episode?
3: Oh, no, 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 no. Because when you're an exhibitor, you can't oh. leave your booth.
2: Oh, okay.
3: So I was there to work. I really wanted to see stuff. But um, if you're going to go see it at 3 p.m., you're probably not going to get back till 7 p.m. to the to, to your area because it's that, you know, full. And then you have to be in line probably like an hour too early to even get a good seat and mm-hmm. that's I, I don't know it's it's really intense that i mean that's a show to go to not as an exhibitor not working the show but as an actual attendee because that's okay. the only way you can have the freedom to actually do everything you want
0: oh yeah
1: With the, yeah. With the mask, so you can play on your bathroom trips yeah. Yeah. yeah
0: yeah yeah and there's actually only one other show that i heard I've heard that has had that many floors and they were actually on this show. Dublin. Mm-hmm. They said that's they had six floors. They said that they had six floors for Dublin, Ireland.
2: Wow,
1: that's one I would love to go see.
2: Or I would like to go to a con and, and overseas. I'd like to go to either uh, Dublin or Ireland or or Liverpool or mm-hmm. you know one of those comic cons up there.
0: I'll pass your info on. Do it. <laughs> Any, but I'll go to any show. To- <laughs>
1: like,
0: speaking of shows, speaking of shows, what shows are you able to tell us about that you're going to be coming up to?
2: Oh yeah, let's see. I'll, I'm going next weekend. I will be in uh, in Minnesota um, at uh, Anime Fusion.
1: Ooh.
2: Anime Fusion's next weekend. <clears throat> Chris Patton, I think, is the other voice actor that's going to be there with me. I haven't seen him in ages, and that's going to be really fun um let's see let me let me take a look at my calendar here and then when I get back in November there is something called Tokyo Night Festival here in Houston Texas Ooh, on the, nice. 11th, the 11th and mm-hmm. 12th of November that's supposed that's going to be one of the biggest outdoor events that's going to be great um two weeks after that somewhere here in Texas and I don't think they've put it up on their website yet so we'll we'll wait on that one but then there's going to be Fanime Expo in February 2023. I go to Fanime Expo on the 25th and 26th, um, and then the month after that, in uh, the end of March into April, March 31st through April 2nd is Triad Con in North Carolina. So there's a few cons coming up. There's a few things things happening. I'm still trying to still trying to get more.
0: Awesome. Yeah. Speaking of I conventions, because I. No, it needs to be announced, and I don't think it has been announced yet, but San Angelo has changed their dates for oh. people to know. They mm-hmm. are not going to be in February this year. They're going to be the last weekend in January.
2: Okay. Mm-hmm. So for this, San Angelo Comic Con.
0: Correct. So people right. can have a heads up on that. Okay. Um,
1: and and Comic Conroe's dates? Are- Comic
0: Conroe is the second weekend in March this coming year. Okay.
2: Yeah. So... Okay. Well, wait, we just went to Comic Con, bro. Yeah, they've changed their dates. <laughs>
1: changed
2: oh, it's
0: like, oh, they're
2: oh, oh, coming back really soon. Yes.
0: That was it's... about two months ago. All right. Mm-hmm. So it's like a six-month turnaround. Wow. That's a good one. And then, of course, our show is coming up almost. It's almost a year away.
1: Almost.
0: Like, guess... A year and half a month. Which Tri is City Com- Tri-City Comic Con in Livingston, okay. Texas. All right. So East Texas is starting to get shows now.
2: Fire up. Mhm. Good. Mm-hmm. So there's perfect. a lot of
0: upcoming shows.
2: Yeah, it's interesting. One of the one of the cons that I got coming up, I actually got it just because I got on their Facebook page and I sent them a Facebook message rather than trying to get over on email. And I don't know if that's a better way to get a hold of conventions or is cuz email can be tough. Email you got to know who to email. Some websites don't have a contact address. Mhm. Mm-hmm. True. Uh, Still trying to figure all that out.
1: I mean, if you just contact and say, who do I email even?
2: Yeah, right. Exactly.
0: That's one of the best things because I've actually had to do that with a few of the conventions. Because like you said, they don't have any information on their website of who to contact.
2: Yeah, not all all the
0: time. Just send them a Facebook message saying, hey, who do I need to contact? I have somebody interested. Boom. They usually get back with you pretty quick. Okay. (laughs) So that's actually what I do almost daily. And
2: go to their general contact info. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: So John, if people want to find out more about you or where to find you online, how do they find you?
2: I have a website called John Just my full name spelled out. Um, that, you've got that. I'm J Grimm on Twitter. J-G-R-E-M on Twitter. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm uh, at John Grimmion on Instagram. And those are the three main places that I'm going to be putting up information or keeping updates on. When, if you go to my website, by the way, you can get. Oh, I've got some right. I have them right here. Hold on, a minute. <laughs> <laughs> just so people can see. Yeah, people have. Cj, not- can you put
0: that in Facebook? Because yeah, I was going to. StreamYard, Streamyard and Facebook are having. They
1: don't like issues
2: that. with each other. Matter of it's fact, impossible. it's not even posting what I put up anymore. If people never met me at a convention and they want to get a, a signed print, they can always go to my website. I've got a store on my website, and I will custom sign any of the prints that I have. This one's Vampire Hunter D right here. Ooh. Mmm. These are done by a woman named Sarah Madura. She's an incredible artist. She was at New York, uh, New York Comic Con. Let me see if I can get a better one up here. Here's another one that she just made for me. It's from Akame Kill. That's General Lever. Oh my. In the coming mm. God, Kelly. I've got a couple of ones for Mihawk. I've got one for Gentle Criminal. <clears throat> one for Chapelle and Food Wars. And one for uh, Black Butler. I played a character in Black Butler named Arthur Randall. And he's got his own print. So those prints are on my store, on my website. Um, and, I, and I usually keep Twitter and Instagram updated as well as my website about where I'm going to be going to for conventions. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Look at that. Got him all
1: there. down through there. He's got there a
2: really good go. Yep. right on.
1: So oh, very neat.
2: So I will I will sign those, and uh, people can send me a message, and I can sign them, and I'll get uh, whatever you want me to sign, and then I'll send it. I'll mail it to you. Cool. That's a cool way to.
1: Always
0: available.
2: Mm-hmm. Always available. Twenty four seven. And we also just got Funko Pops. We got Funko Pops for uh, for Ooh. Gentle and La Brava. I'm oh, waiting for I'm waiting for one for Mihawk. Yeah, this is our Funko Pop.
1: Oh wow.
2: Yeah. Very cool. It's a two-pack. Yeah.
1: Oh, neat. I haven't it's, seen any of those yet. Yeah,
2: it's a two-pack. And I don't know if you can get them right now on Hot Topic. Hot Topic sells them exclusively. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if they're out of stock right now or not. Um, in fact, I could check. But um <laughs> let me check on that. But it was like um <laughs> let me go see huh, huh, huh. whoops it's trying to find it um, they they would be on stock on hot topic and then they would then they would sell out let me see if they've got them right now they're out of stock right now mm. but um, uh, I've got some of those that I bring to conventions with me and um, so I can sell them to you right there at the table and sign them. And I'm hoping they make one for Mihawk really quick because I think I think Mihawk's the only warlord from One Piece that doesn't have a Funko pop yet. Oh wow. Yeah, so that's a shame. We gotta get we gotta get that fixed. Definitely. Definitely. Now,
1: is there a way that like they can order it directly from you?
2: Uh, the, uh, the Funko pop. No, what, what, what we can do.
1: Is that way You can sign it and send it or. Yeah,
2: we can, we can do that for oh. the Funko pops right now through, uh, color world live colorworldlive.com or color yeah. world books. They, um, they put, uh, they have a Funko, uh, they have that Funko pop, um, as an option for signing. So they send me, if you've got that pop, then you can send them the box. The box gets sent to me. I sign it, send it back to you. It's a little complicated. Yeah. But that's, <laughs> yeah. How can, Color <laughs> that's how you can do that. yeah. I don't think I'm allowed to sell Funkos directly on my website or anything like that. I can't it's do
1: that. that. That was ColorWorldLive.com. ColorWorldLive,
2: yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: And it's
0: separate. Yeah,
1: so very cool. Yeah. Because Christmas is coming,
0: so hey, mm-hmm. you know, it's right around the corner. You bet. Get it done. <laughs> I was going nice. to say, you're fixing the
2: point back to Paris. <laughs> That's
1: right. Christmas in Paris, is that what we're doing?
2: <laughs> That'd be great. I'd love it. Yeah, COVID's, COVID's put a damper on, on the European travel for sure, but yeah. we'll, we'll see what happens in the future.
0: I think it should start coming back before long. Hopefully Everything so, else yeah. has been little by little.
2: Little by little, yeah. It's been, it's been up and down. It's been wonky. The El Dorado commercial is awesome. El Dorado commercial? Oh, wait a minute. Oh, wait a minute. You're talking about the 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 Metro commercial? That's uh, right. That's right. We did a Metro. Oh gosh. <laughs> we did a, I did a commercial for Metro in Houston. Um, who uh, who uh, uh, and I, I was I was like a Jon Snow character from Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Oh, fine. Mm-hmm. Can I show if I share my screen, can I show it? Yes. Really? I'll take All the right. hit. It. I will let take me, the hit on anything. Let,
1: let them go.
2: come at me. <laughs> let me go. He's
1: ready to battle. <laughs> let
2: me go find that thing. Hang on a minute. Let me let me go get my sword real quick. <laughs> yeah, right. Hang on a second.
0: I'll have a sword in one hand and a gun in another.
2: <laughs> okay, I'm gonna yeah, open that
1: up. Out and you're good to go.
2: I'm gonna open up YouTube.
0: This isn't too basic, but of all the accents you've done, my favorite is the American
2: Southern accent. And- oh, no.
0: Yeah, Shopping
2: arcade. Oh yeah, Abenobashi Shopping Arcade. Wow, that's going way back. That's going way back. Oh wow. <laughs> that's right. Okay, let me see if I can share this. Hang on a second. Present. Present. Share screen. Mm-hmm. Screen sharing. I hope I don't get in trouble doing this. And eh, Google <laughs> up. do send them my way. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think I can do this. Hang on a second. No, it's not letting me do it. Gosh, dog it. I can send I can you a link.
1: Put the oh, link of it in the private. No, no, chat. I can send
2: you a link. Yeah, hold on. I'll send you the link.
1: Because Greg can do it probably.
2: Okay, hold up.
1: Because now I'm curious to see it.
2: Yeah. I put the link in the chat. Let's see if I can grab it real quick.
1: <laughs> Here we go. <clears throat> Anubis started a thing. Way to go, Anubis.
0: What did he start? I'm almost scared to ask. About? It's Anubis. I'm almost scared to ask.
1: He's the one who started the commercial because I didn't even know that that was out there. So.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's on my website. And I'll tell you a story about how we made that commercial. How we made that, making that commercial. My gosh.
0: Make sure that this isn't an ad and an ad. <laughs> Skip ad. Skip ad. Yep. Skip ad. There we go. Share
1: screen. I I don't exactly unless i pull on anubis yep
0: uh, just share screen
1: yeah it always brings in the good stuff
0: entire screen window
1: i need popcorn to watch this now
0: <laughs> oh wow to let you Here do, we do we it there we go It up. Yep. yep. Up. Yay. And I'm on pause. Here we go. It
2: grows longer each day. As this never-ending battle wages on, yet legend speaks. Ah, it's pausing.
3: Yes, yeah, Lily. Yeah. That, that should not happen Colorado.
2: here. <laughs> you can end this
0: Dang, YouTube.
2: That's cagging up, man.
0: That should not be happening here. This is a gaming computer. So once and for all.
2: <laughs> Because winter is coming. <laughs>
1: Honey, El Dorado is at New Metro Park and Ride on 45 South. Want to win your battle? Take us there so we don't waste the day in traffic.
2: Yes, dear. <laughs> Discover El Dorado and other park and rides when you plan your trip at ridemetro.org. Yay.
1: Hey, all right. Yay. So,
2: So here's the deal. Good job. When we made that commercial, It was right after Hurricane Harvey. Mm -hmm. Okay, so Hurricane Harvey came through in 2017. I got cast in that commercial. So it's September uh, in Houston, which is muggy enough. Oh, you're wearing that? But what I was wearing was actual armor from the period. I mean, it was real armor. This guy in Huntsville collects ancient armor. Wow. And that... Suit of armor that I was wearing was real, and it weighs about seventy-five pounds.
1: Oh, Jesus.
2: Mm-hmm. So yeah. you're, so you're, in, so I'm in this, you know, I'm holding up a sword. I'm on my knee, uh, and and we're doing take after take after take of me in this hot garage with no air conditioning because they have to turn the turn the fan off. So every every time we do a take, they would have to lift me up, help me put me into a chair, put a fan on me, cool me down, because I. <laughs> And then, and then when they got they got the footage back, some of the card that they were filming, one of them got corrupted, and we had to reshoot oh. some, like, the following mm. week. And then when you're walking in it toward the bus, you're like, Ugh. I mean, I can't imagine fighting in one of those things because it's like somebody like some 75 year old, I mean, 75 pound person like, uh, on your shoulders <laughs> every time. Yeah, you know,
0: yeah, it's after, what do you mean? What do you mean? You mean a six pack of the stomach, or you mean a six pack? Of just that's what I was wondering. Which <laughs> <laughs> Three, one? Which
2: like one? Six pack of beer. Drank a six pack of Gatorade after we did that commercial. Yes, that Ooh. was a <laughs> hard fought. Yeah, we originally did it as a radio spot. It was a radio spot at first, and then they decided to make a TV commercial out of it. So we said, "Yay!" I think
1: it's a brilliant commercial. That looked awesome.
2: Yeah, that was fun. Mm-hmm. That was fun. Very. I mean, you've been doing you've been doing stuff
0: since. If I recall the 90s. So. I've
2: been doing voiceover since the late 90s, so 25 years and I've been doing but yeah, professionally as a voice actor, yes. Stage acting since, you know, stage acting like I said came it was a it was a, you know, roundabout thing. Maybe late 90s I started to get back on stage doing musicals and stuff like that.
1: Okay, and then straight so plays
2: eventually, yeah. Got to no, ask
1: how many different accents can you do?
2: I don't know. Gosh. Um, uh, you got Scottish. You
1: got <laughs> it's
2: got and British, Scottish. British and Scottish, German, Russian, probably Australian, not very good. Um, New, New, New York, like mm-hmm. Joe Pesci or some kind of gangster in New York, or uh, Goodfellas types characters. Um, good question. Everybody at the faculty in my high school and, and at Juilliard, everybody at the faculty because I made fun of them. Um <laughs> But, you know, it just depends. And I used to do I used to do a lot of celebrities, like, you know, in, in the late 80s and stuff, like when, when impressions were done on the radio, like uh, Dudley Moore. And, and uh, I did uh, oh, God, performance I people. We did, like, Tom Brokaw from NBC Nightly News and and Peter Jennings and stuff like that. Then you did, like, um, Beavis and Butthead, of course. Everybody did Beavis and Butthead back in the day. Got you some radio commercials out of that. Stuff like that, yeah. A lot, a lot of different...
0: I have to say I do miss Dudley more. He was
2: he was a great guy. Great talent. mm -hmm. Great talent. Mm -hmm. Now
0: I'm actually fixing to ask this on my TikTok, (coughs) but out of all the characters that you have done, if you could be one of them, which one would you want to be?
2: I would be one of them? Like in real life? James
0: Bond is what
1: Trevor says.
2: Probably (laughs) Mihawk. Probably Mihawk because he's such a badass.
1: Can you do so, James Bond?
2: Not really. <laughs> not even I'm mean, like, like, sure
1: yeah. oh, <laughs> you've got that accent going. Yeah,
2: I got kind of yeah, you can do that. Bond, James Bond.
1: There you
2: go. Yeah. See? <laughs> Good
1: job. done.
2: There you go.
0: There you go. <laughs> How many years of Bond have there been?
1: Over 50. was when my hubby turned 57 years ago it was 50 years of Bond, so 57. Gosh. Whoa.
2: Wow. Wow. Old. Almost really? as old as me.
1: She just said, Dad's old. <laughs> what is wrong with you? He's watching.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, he is watching too.
3: Yeah, he is. Love you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Now, now it's time for the kiss ass.
2: <laughs> now for the back pedal. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Let me hit the brakes. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> like, like I said, you never know what's going to come out
2: here. No, you no, don't.
1: The peanut gallery is like right here. So, <laughs> yeah. so
3: good well, hey, how much, how much
2: time do we have left there? Because I'm supposed to make an announcement.
1: Yes. Oh, yeah. so, uh, announcement.
0: You are going to be making an announcement.
1: <clears it. throat> Just a number, Trev says. <laughs>
0: okay.
1: so Six pack, Greg. <laughs>
2: Get the six pack. Right. Uh,
0: mm-hmm.
2: I'll be I'll be like him. Where's the greenery? Well, mm-hmm. should, should I announce this uh this this winner of this prize? Yes, Lizzie. Do you want to get that started? Look at that. Put that closer okay. to the screen. That is a midnight midnight Funko Pop Pop. So uh, The character it's Midnight super. from My Hero Academia. Yes, what? and it's a random giveaway. Okay, it's a random giveaway. And, ladies and gentlemen, guess what? The winner of this random giveaway pop is Marsh Shadow 147. That is Marsh Shadow, Marsh as in marshmallow, but the sh also becomes shadow. So, Marsh Shadow 147, you are now the proud owner <laughs> of the Goodnight Funko Pop.
1: Congratulations! Yay!
2: Congratulations! Oh, yeah. Rock on. Yay! Thank, thank
1: you for doing cool. that. Very cool. Thank you. Very awesome. Congratulations, Marshadow. One what? One four seven.
2: Yep. So.
1: That's a cool pop.
2: That is a Ooh, cool, that's a cool name. It's cool
1: sealed pop. too. Oh nice.
2: So you'll have to find uh, the actress Elizabeth Maxwell at a con near you to sign it. Yes. Yeah.
0: Mm. I thought it's like it's
2: a be- act- now I'm going to be looking up. All
0: right. Where's she at? <laughs> <laughs> right.
1: Where's the seen next? Well, awesome. You've been a treat today. Thank yes. you. But for people yes. that need to find you again, just go to johngrimmion.com.
2: Grimmion. John John com is my website. You can see on the main page what uh, what conventions and latest updates and news are at the bottom of that main page. There's a store page where you can get uh, signed prints mailed to you. Uh, with uh, I'll custom sign them and mail them to you. Um, let's see what else Uh, at Jay Grimm on Twitter or at John Grimmion on Instagram I I keep all those pages updated with the latest information where I'm going to be, what's going on what shows we're doing, what cons we're going to it's all good
1: Mm -hmm. awesome, well you've been a treat to talk to as always thank
2: you for having me, it's great to see you guys again I hope to see you again at a convention very soon
0: I'm sure sure we'll be getting in touch with you for one of them before long good, sounds Um, great I don't know how many I'm working at now, but uh, <laughs> you, know. you never know. <laughs> Yay. But thank you for coming on, and we look forward to talking to you again. And for everybody else, we will be on Tuesday at 11 a.m., and then our next show, will, of course, New Wave Expo and Corpus Christi oh, on awesome. October 22nd. And
3: Great.
0: until then, everybody,
3: Bye. adios.